Welcome into another episode of ESPN's Basketball Podcast. My name's Kane Pittman. You can find all my work over at ESPN.com.au. Uh, let's face it, I spend every day writing about basketball, talking about basketball, debating basketball, and most certainly sitting on my couch and watching basketball. So you can find all sorts of things that I'm up to uh, of late over at ESPN.com.au, which you know is your home for hoops, and you should certainly be following my outstanding colleague Olga Nulic we talk NBL and NBA on this podcast feed every single week but Olga's is tearing it up right now when it comes to the NBL offseason with all the free agency transactions player movement Olga is the first with all the news in Australia so you should be following him and keeping up to date with ESPN.com.au for all our NBL fans but for today we are focusing on the NBA the postseason has arrived And the Phoenix Suns are going to enter as one of the favorites to win it all this season. They went to the NBA Finals in 2021, had a two-zip lead, and weren't able to get it done against the Milwaukee Bucks. But this year, they have a different squad. And Aussie big man Jock Landau is going to be a part of it. And I caught up with him for ESPN Sports Center Australia to talk all things Phoenix Suns, his second year in the league, contract status, Kevin Durant joining this team and where he was when the news came through. And that is a story that you're absolutely going to enjoy. Uh, Jock Landau is an outstanding talent on the floor, but he's also an outstanding interview. So we had a lot of fun with this one. I hope you will too. And if you want to see the the visual of this interview, you can catch that on the ESPN Australia YouTube channel. On the social channels, they'll be posting some stuff out as well. So we have to thank Jock Landau for his time on this interview, but that's waste. No more further time. Let's get into it. The Phoenix Suns have locked in their spot in the postseason and Australian big man Jock Landau is going to be a big part of hopefully the next few months for this team. Jock, uh, postseason basketball, how does that sound to you? Sounds great, mate. It's um, something that I've, you know, I've done in various other leagues, but first time here doing it in the States and on, on, a, on a serious contender that's, you know, there's a few expectations on us with the with the roster that we've kind of put together and the season that we've had. It's, um, you know, the pressure's on a little bit and, and you know, you, you feel the, the angst in the city as, as we're kind of still trying to put things together and, and see what our true potential is. But, um, mate, nothing but exciting times ahead and I'm, I'm really, really, really pumped to see how far we can take it and, and hopefully that's the end. Late in the season last year, we spoke about the Spurs potentially being in a play-in mix, but it was a little bit of a long shot. So what has actually changed for you being on this team? Because as you pointed to, there are high expectations on how far this team can go. No question. Um, I think the, the level of professionalism and, and, and understanding that this is, you know, we're in it for the long haul and, and just seeing, you know, the whole group kind of buying into that is is first and foremost thing that stands out to me right now and um the whole season it's been it's been the chatter right we're winning this thing we're winning this thing and I don't think the Spurs necessarily had those expectations or um you know we weren't expecting to go the whole way through and 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 and, you know uh win the NBA championship so being in a locker room where the, the environment is you know that and it's and and constantly working to get better day by day but you know have an understanding and, and, and a thought in the back of our mind that this is our year to win it all. And then, you know, you go through that trade period and we get KD and all of that. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's night and day. Um, you know, we're, we're going for perfection. We're, we're trying to be the, the best team in the last group standing. And, um, you know, that's, that's definitely refreshing for me because 
you know, I've, I've come from various clubs where that's kind of been the goal with Melbourne United, with, with teams overseas in Europe. And, and I think that I really missed that last year. I missed playing winning basketball. With, I'm, I miss being on a, on a championship contending team with, with those conversations kind of constantly flowing through the locker room about like, we're going to win this whole thing. And, and that, that ties into my personality. You know, I really want to be a winner at all levels. And, and you know, it's no different in the NBA. And this is, this is the cream of the cream right here. This is the top of the top. So um, to, to be able to have those conversations on a team and have them be realistic is exciting. And, um, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm really, really pumped for this postseason. So we saw you catch up with Jack White a couple of nights ago last week, I think it was. We're getting set to watch playing yeah. basketball with Dyson and Josh are going up against each other. Joe Ingles is in the mix as well. Uh, how yeah. have you found the experience in your second time around as there is more and more uh, Aussies in the league and you cross paths? Yeah, it's really good. Um, you know, catching up for dinners on the road and all of that stuff is, is something that we kind of hold ourselves to. It's uh Probably been a little bit less so this year than last year. I think last year, given that I wasn't playing a whole lot, I had the freedom to really go out and, and, and do as I pleased. But um, this year, it's been a lot of just conversations before games, after games, uh, constantly catching up with the young boys and, and you know, seeing Joey multiple times and, and Patty as well. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always, we're always, you know, you know, keeping in touch with each other. You know, from the start, I've, I've had conversations with Giddy, Patty, Joe, you know, all these boys been, you know, chatting to Whitey about his experience. Um, and that, that just ties in with the camaraderie and, and, and the level of care we have for one another as Australian, you know, Australians and boomers and uh, however you want to put it. So, um, yeah, whilst it's been a lot of focus on the task at hand being this season, there's also been a lot of, you know, there's a lot of conversation between us about what this World Cup and Olympics squad is going to look like for the next two years. And I think that that's always an exciting topic of conversation to have amongst ourselves. And it's probably the reason that we have so many conversations amongst ourselves, you know. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all pumped about that. And there's, there's definitely a lot of uh, chatter about that that goes on throughout the year. And, and um that probably is the main thing that brings us together rather than rather than the NBA. It's 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 the boomers. So um yeah, mate, really, really pumped to see what happens and it's it's always good seeing familiar faces out on the road on what can be a you know lonely season sometimes. Uh, you mentioned the expanded role that you've had this year with the Suns as well. So last year the Spurs it was just over five hundred minutes this year. Uh, near on 1,000, so you've basically doubled uh, the amount of time on the mm-hmm. floor. What kind of physical toll has that taken on you and how have you learned uh, to get through a yeah. full season? Um, yeah, look, I, I, I had a couple uh, niggles here and there throughout the year, but the, the toll hasn't really been uh, too extreme at all. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, it's just, it, it's it's basketball and whether or not I'm in the NBA playing 82 games or I'm in Europe playing 60 or I'm in the NBL playing 40, it's, you know, I'm, I'm in that gym every day working out and working hard. And, and I think that because of that, I, my body is just kind of, kind of acclimatized to it. So um, I wouldn't say that the toll's been too extreme. Now, I haven't gone through a, a full round of playoffs in, straight into a World Cup, so I'm sure that that will be um, something that I have to manage when the time comes. But um, yeah, mate, the body feels in good nick and, and, you know, 82 games into it, I feel great. Um, you know, as I said, definitely, definitely have my moments throughout the season, but that's, that's, you know, being an NBA player, that's being just a professional athlete in general. But, um, 
Oh, when you go get out, when you get to go out there and do what you love and 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 play meaningful minutes, I think that there's an energy and there's an excitement to that. At least for me, being you know still young and and still hungry and um, yeah, you know it was really no stress on the body or the mind. Uh, too bad, you know. I think being in Phoenix and 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 you know having my missus out here with me and has been great. I've had you know great off court life this season as well, which. Maybe I didn't have as much of last year, and and that's really helped me stay fresh mentally through through this process. And then on top of that, just taking a real interest in my body and and you know mental care has been huge this year. So I feel like I've just kind of put it all together in a nice little package, and and I'm really feeling the effects of that because I do recall this time last year I was like I was cooked, and um, you know. I think that, you know, having only played, as you said, 500 minutes as opposed to over a thousand this year, it's, it, it speaks volumes about probably how much more uh, interest I've taken in it this year. And, and, you know, that, that being my body and, um, you know, also how much more diligent I've been with my diet, my sleep and all of those kinds of things that really do tie in down the stretch of a season. So, yeah, I think I've done it, done it pretty well this year, obviously always, you know, more spots that I can kind of improve on, but, um, yeah, mate, I feel good. I feel really good and uh, 28 more games to go. What has the battle been like with Bismack Biombo? Because I sit over here and I'm on my couch. I'm like, okay, is Jock going to play tonight? All right, Bismack is playing tonight and it feels like uh, you guys have been back and forth. But is there a high level of competitiveness at practice as, you, as you're battling for essentially the same minutes? Um, oh, mate, the battle's been really pleasant. Uh you know, Bismack's a he's he's an incredible bloke, and um, we have extensive conversations on plane plane trips together. And you know, he takes a keen interest in business, and I'm always trying to pick his brains about that and uh, just his culture and, and and where he's kind of come from. And the man loves Miami, so we always have a laugh about that. But um, yeah, no, the, the the battle's been pleasant. Um, you know, it, it's it's always a little bit of a, a struggle kind of, you know, going through a season where you're both, I mean, all three of our centres are just single position and on any given night they're probably only going to play, you know, two and, and there have been times this year that we've played three. But, mate, for the most part, um, you know, I've, I've probably been the, the first week off the bench for 65 games this year and, um, you know, he's been nothing but a pleasure to kind of deal with in that regard. You know, I never saw him kick up a stink or, or treat me differently and in those other games where he was the first off the big, uh, off the bench, I'd, I made a point of not letting it affect, you know, my, my level of um, support for him and the boys and, and just kind of got on with the job and, and I think that that's, that's really where winning a championship ties in as a as a as a winning formula for your headspace is you know you understand sometimes it's bigger than yourself and I've always said that winning takes care of everything and I, and I try and live by that um, no question still has its frustration still have my frustrations with it um, you know as a, as an athlete there is always a little bit of an ego involved there and you, you want to be the guy who's out there um, helping his team win but. Sometimes you just, you know, those decisions are out of your control and you just kind of do the best job you, ha- you, you know, you can uh, with, with what you have. And I believe that I've done that this year. And, um, you know, agents always in my ear about how well I'm doing, sending me through numbers, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, the, I think the work speaks for itself. So, um, yeah, no, Biz has been great to kind of share that role with. And, you know, he's held it down when I've probably not been on my, the best of my game. And, and I think I've done the the same for him. So, um, 
you know, we, we cop a bit of stick, the pair of us sometimes, people going back and forth between who's better and who's, you know, worse. And that's never really affected our relationship at all. And, and I think that that's a real uh, breath of fresh air, air as opposed to last year. And, and uh, yeah. How did you navigate your way through uh, early January, I believe, there was the, the guarantee date with the contract? And you've been pretty open about how yeah. much you love Phoenix and you've really bought into this yeah. city. But I, I imagine that that is somewhat weighing on, on your mind as that date approaches. Mate, to be completely honest with you, I forgot the date even existed. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we were we were going for a walk up the road for a Oh, no, sorry. I had practice that morning and, and my GM came up and called me money bags or money man or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what's this guy talking about? Um, knowing that my contract's on the lower end of the spectrum on the team. And I was like, what's this guy talking about? Anyways, I come home, going for a walk for a coffee and with, with ends and um, she's, you know, acting a little on edge and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Maybe, you know, <laughs> something's happened and and then I get, I look at my phone and there's four missed calls from the agent and, and you know, he's called me up to say, mate, you've, you, your date's passed, your time's passed, like, congrats, it's all good. And I was like, oh, I completely forgot that even existed. So, um, yeah, it wasn't really too too much on the forefront of my mind, um, to be honest with you, mate. It, it just came and went. And I think that, you know, given that I'd had such a good training training camp with the boys and and, you know, such a good season up until that point. I was playing really well at that time as well. It's probably something that, you know, I knew about in the past, but given that I'm a forgetful lad, it was just like, you know, it came and went and I, I just had faith in the work that I was doing that everything was going to be all right. Now, another interesting quirk, and we, we spoke about it before the season with Kevin Durant and there was all these rumours and the Phoenix Suns are interested and you discussed the idea that if there is a trade, maybe you are someone that gets put in this trade. Where were you? when this trade went down, probably in bed, because I know it was very, very late over your way. Yeah. But what was your reaction then? And, and when did you first find out about the Kevin Durant trade? So I'll tell you a bit of a story about that. I, you know, that, that time period where you're kind of all, you know, on your phones, checking what the, checking what the trades are looking like and all of that. I stayed up until about 11 o'clock and, um, I was just like, look, like, you know, it's out of my control. I'm just going out of bed. Nothing had really happened in an hour. And so I was like, screw it. I'm going to bed. It's like 11 o'clock and we're in Atlanta or something like that. Um, and then I woke up at like 1.30 in the morning to like a yell in the hallway. And my room at the time was like right outside the elevators. You know, there's kind of like a bit of an opening right in front of the elevators. So I'm, I'm passed out asleep in bed and... I wake up to this yell and, you know, I'm just like, what the heck's going on? Kind of think nothing of it, go straight back to sleep, don't check the phone or anything, wake up in the morning. Again, I still haven't checked the phone because I'm weird in this regard, went out and had a coffee, kind of come back and there's this huge huddle in the in the, in the the lobby and Mikhail and um, Cam Johnson are, are saying their goodbyes to everyone. And I was like, what is going on? Anyways, come to find out that like the whole team minus myself and one other have huddled up outside my room and, and kind of reflected on their time together for, you know, uh, the past couple of years. For, they were doing it for like two hours uh, and that trade went down at like 1am or something and I had no clue at all. I was I was completely knocked out and, and came back to them leaving and Mikhail and Cam were two of my best mates on the team, so... A little bit bummed I didn't get to experience that with all of them at the hotel, um, you know, up at up at one thirty to 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, I woke up to the news, mate. I had no idea it had gone down until that next day. And, um, yeah, 
just, you know, it's part of the job and you just kind of move on. You said you were prioritizing sleep. So that's a, that's a fair yeah. indication of that. But uh, what changes within the team? Because there were expectations on the Suns. They were a team that wanted to compete for a title. But when you add Kevin Durant, I imagine that there is a mood shift, an atmosphere shift. What changed the second KD walks in the door? Look, I'd say that with, with on the squad, there's a there's a level of excitement, and there's a level of um, uh, there was a level of calmness almost uh, of just like you know everyone just being so confident and calm, and it was like right, we got like this is this is our real chance. We got Kevin, we got Kevin Durant. So um, that's kind of where it was at. There wasn't. I don't think there was too much change. The locker room stayed great. Like our locker room has been great all year. You know, all the boys get around one another. Um, and I, I think when those guys came in and we added, you know, Terrence Ross, TJ Warren, you know, there was a bunch those, those other guys we added as well. It was, you know, we stayed at a little level. We didn't let it like kind of get us down or get too weird because Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges, hats off to them, were two of the biggest locker room pieces that we had. Um, they, were, they were phenomenal in kind of getting the boys up and about. And I think that we were we managed to keep it there um, after they left. And um, so that's been that's been pleasant. Uh, you know, I think the media might give the boys a bad rap or KD a bad rap sometimes but mate i reckon he's a phenomenal teammate and, and obviously an even better player but um yeah i think that there was just the, the only shift that it, that occurred was given that we'd been having a bit of a rough season to that point was there was just a there was like a calmness of and, and confidence that kind of like flowed across across the locker room and um that's kind of stuck ever since then and and, and it's it's a pleasure the guard and big man relationship with Chris Paul has always been a feature throughout his career. And he is obviously a Hall of Famer, a legend of the game. How have you found working with Chris Paul? And and I guess perhaps what have you learned uh, from him? Because we know that, again, he has been a a strong leader, we would say that, throughout his career. Yeah, mate, Chris is... CP has been a pleasure to work alongside with, uh, again, just like all these other boys. Um, But he just has an understanding of... of, um, of the game and having been through it and seen all sorts of coverages, you can't really trick him with too much. And I think that that makes it pretty handy as a big man to kind of get alongside with. And, and, you know, there's certain ways that he wants things done um, when, when you're, when you're playing with him and you just got, you, you got to get on board with it and he makes it work. So, um, you know, initially there was a few things that, that I was, questioning not questioning but I was just like oh, like what you know do I say maybe we do it this way and it was just like oh this is Chris Ball like he's seen it all I'll get on board do it his way and it's and it's worked really well I think early on in the piece when we had a full roster and everything was clicking it was like it was just not like it was unbelievable and then obviously we started losing guys and and, and um, our rotations were, were probably not as aggressive as, um, you know, we would have liked them to have been and, and we started going on a little bit of a downhill slant. But, um, you know, ever since we've got the boys back, you get out there with CP, you get out there with Book, you get out there with KD and as a big man, your job's just find the gap and, and, and play in between the gaps. And I think that that works really well and, with my skill set, given that I've got good touch and can kind of facilitate out of that short role and whatnot. So, um, you know, have been able to just really let the game come to me this year. And, um, you know, I think that's the joy of playing with such high caliber players such as themselves is, you know, 
you, you really don't have to force anything. Um, and, and, and that's the type of basketball I enjoy playing. That's, that's the type of basketball I played in the NBL. That's the type of basketball I played in Europe was just let the game evolve right in front of your eyes and, and, you know, let the cards fall where they may. And, um, you know, I think that it's, that's probably why I fit into this system so well. And, and, you know, they've enjoyed having me on their team is that I've been able to just kind of do the dirty work for them, set hard screens on them. And that's something that I'm always talking about with them is the screen setting and um, how I can get them open best. And, and I think that that's a huge step in my game, which has evolved this year and um, will continue to evolve as I build these relationships with them. And, um you know, then it was just about adding a bit of a floater to my game and that's really evolved this year as well. So um, have been less and less on the three-point line and, and more playing in the pocket, but, like, that's been that's been a pleasure. Um, and, and, you know, just playing with them has made the game a lot easier for me in the, in the NBA. And, um, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked to be where I'm at. So the Suns were kind of locked into that number four spot for a while, or it certainly looked like it, but there has been a major shuffle with the teams below that you might get. Were you watching the standings? Were you watching this crazy West this year? And then uh, what's your thoughts on the, on the Clippers? Because I think this is a pretty highly anticipated first round series. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The I really wasn't too locked in on what, what was going on there. Um, it was it, there was just an understanding that that more than likely we were going to play the Clippers or the Warriors for probably the last like three weeks, and that was the first time I really checked the standings uh, in a while. Was was when I heard that. Just wanted to see where we were all going to match up and 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 whatnot. And uh, look, I think that we're going to have a real battle on our hands from from day one of the playoffs. Um, and 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 for us, that we're, we're we're fine with that. I think that that you know, those kind of early battles will probably harden us for those later ones. And um, and, and we need that a little bit, given that we're, we're behind the eight ball on having all of our team and all of our squad kind of in play. So we're still kind of learning how to play with one another a little bit. And I think if we can just get out of the gates to a good start against a great Clippers team, I think that'll give us real confidence going forward. So, um, yeah, I wasn't really keeping up too much with it, mate. But, uh, you know, I, I really I really just wanted to hone in on who we were going to be playing and it came down to the last night. So um, had we beat the Clippers last night, we, I think we would have been playing the Warriors or something along those lines. But, um, yeah, I, I think for the most part, a lot of teams just probably didn't want to see us in the first round. Um, but at some point we all got to come across, you know, and one another. So it just kind of is what it is. And you get a full week off, which is kind of a quirk that came in last season or in, in recent seasons. How do you spend this? Obviously, there'll be practice time and, and working on the Clippers. Yeah. But uh, what do you do off the court to not think about game one uh, 24-7? Well, I had a few beers last night after the game, so that helps a little bit, mate. <laughs> nice. But um, yeah, no, apart from that, just soaking up this sun. Uh, you know, we, we thought about ducking away for, for a night or two, but... Um, yeah, glad that we didn't. Um, so, you know, took took yesterday afternoon off after the game because it was a midday game. Had a few beers and, and relaxed with uh, with India at a restaurant, and then uh, almost hit the links today and played a little bit of golf. But instead, just kind of sat by the pool, went for a hike with the dog, and uh, then yeah, we're, we're back into it tomorrow. So, you know, the week's break really isn't a break. It's 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 trying to get as close to perfect of a game plan as possible going into this first round of playoffs, um, hit the ground running and 
yeah, that's where it is, mate. We're, we're back on court tomorrow uh, for some individuals and then team practice the day after for three, four days and then, um, yeah, get stuck into the playoffs, see, where we, see, see how we go. Yeah, I think this is the first round series that I'm most looking forward to watching, so I can't wait. Uh, we wish you all the best and thanks for your time today on SportsCenter Australia. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it, mate.